Hello everybody, welcome back to Mullet Madness. I'm gonna try to get all I can, but possibly this will be a two-parter of the story known as Fright Night. So sit back, relax, and, and enjoy. It was just another day for Foxy in this fantastic pizza world. Outside, it was stormy and cold and unpleasant, but inside the establishment, it was worse. Wolfie and Chelsea got another, another fight, once again, causing Chelsea to storm out. Wolfie went to the stage, began to play on his phone as he sulked. Then he felt a furry paw on his shoulder. He turned around, ready to bite the head off of whoever disturbed him from playing Pixel Gun 3D. His behavior immediately cooled when he saw what, or should I say who, laid their paw on his shoulder. It was one of the foxes he had a crush on for a very long time, even when he was with Chelsea. Foxina. She laid upon her shoulder and smiled at him. He smiled back, causing her to blush. They knew that this was their destiny. They interlocked hands with each other, and Wolfie pulled, and Foxina leaned forward as Ben began to kiss. Nose to nose, lips on lips, and they held that kiss for a pretty decent amount of time. 10 to 20 seconds. Unfortunately though, right when those two really got into it, Chelsea walked back. She went to apologize to Wolfie. But Wolfie was now Foxina's. Chelsea ran off crying and sat in the hallway, thinking the times that her and Wolfie kissed and made out. And they were happy, knowing that their time was over, and that Foxina stole Wolfie. Chelsea knew she had a little accident waiting for Foxina. Knowing that Foxina lived in Pirate's Landing in the cove, which were connected, the cove and the stage area were on opposite sides of the pizzeria. The shortest way would be going through the parts and service room. In the parts and service room, where there's no cameras and very little light. Chelsea waited there with a machete, running her fingers over the sharp blade, waiting, watching, anticipating every move. She began to have second thoughts, then she remembered how Foxina and Wolfie were making out and cuddling with each other. 
on the sofa as I watched a romantic movie, The Titanic. She swung the machete and chopped off the head of Foxina's picture, watching the pages fall to the floor. Then she heard the door open. She slipped back into the darkness. Being a turtle, it was a little difficult, but due to her shell being kind of very dark brown, she just managed to hide in the proper way, especially being a robotic, animatronic turtle. As Foxina was walking back, she heard something bump from behind her. She turned around and saw nothing. She turned back around to walk. Then she heard footsteps from behind her. She turned around and this time she was met with a downward swinging slash of a machete as it drilled into her seven or eight times, cutting her fur off and her fabric off, leaving her a metal mess on the occasion that only Mikey was the only one there who was not an animatronic. As she lay there, Chelsea finally got her mind back, realizing what she just did. She covered her mouth in horror and ran off. Slowly, and a short time later, Foxina woke up. Finding herself all mangled up, she was sad, thinking about how Wolfie would have nothing to do with her. She got a robe and a blanket and covered around herself to hide her shattered pieces. Wolfie found her and heard what happened from Michael, the security guard. He tore the blanket off her. She looked at him, embarrassed, humiliated, and shamed, and scared. Wolfie picked her up, carried her to the couch, lay next to her, and began to cuddle her. He said, I don't care about your looks. Yes, you are very attractive. And even though your looks are gone, your good heart still remains. And he kissed her on lips. You're still the fox I fell in love with. The fox whose children I want to have. You are the ch- you are the mother. I want you to have my children. But first, I have to marry you. I'll wait there until we sort out all this terrible, terrible stuff. And Wolfie left. Foxina, hatred in her heart towards Chelsea, decided an eye for an eye. You took away my looks 
after I did nothing to you, I'll take away something more precious. I'll take away what you should have. My looks with my life. Now take away yours. As in her life. And during that little moment of insanity, Chelsea went to Dustin, the rock and roll drum and beer, who was also a mechanic. He was fixing up stuff. As he was turning the wrench on this carburetor, which was Michael's car due to it having troubles, Chelsea said, Hi, Dustin. Oh, hey there, Chelsea. I found this booklet about how to fix Foxine after I... I know. Wolfie told me. Exactly, but... I was thinking maybe, just maybe, I could fix her. Well, it's gonna be hard. I bet you can do it, Chelsea said, using her voice seductively. Well, I'll, I'll do my best. And they went to go look for Foxina. Unfortunately, Foxina found them first. As they were walking down the hallway, Foxina sprang from the ceiling, grabbing Chelsea, picking her by the throat as she swung her claws down and left a gash on her cheek. Dustin ran up with the book and hit Foxina. Foxina turned around, grabbed Dustin, and smashed his head against the wall, causing him to pass out. Then she turned her attention back to Chelsea. She lifted Chelsea higher in the air, raised her claws up as high as they would go, and swung down with all the strength and force that she could muster. Chelsea closed her eyes, waiting for the strike, but never came. Right before her claws sank into Chelsea, it was arrested by a great paw. In fear, hatred, and anger, Ch uh, Foxina turned around, ready to kill whoever interrupted her insanity. She immediately gasped <gasps> when she saw the horrified look of Wolfie. Wolfie slowly let go of her hand and with a horrified look pulled Chelsea towards her him as he stood in front of her in case Foxina attacked, shielding her. Foxina looked around and saw Dustin getting up, rubbing his head. She looked down at the booklet. Foxina blueprints. They were trying to help her, but she was too angry to realize. She covered her eyes as she ran off, grabbing a blanket and hiding in the spare parts room. There, there was a chuckle in the darkness. <laughs> well, what a terrible turn of events. This is my kind of night. She was in the parts and service room, crying. 
They heard a voice. She heard the voice. Hello, my dear, said the voice. Foxy and I said, Who? Who's there? Just a friend. Don't be afraid. Who are you? I'm just a solitary kind of rabbit. I know what it's like to have everyone despise you. To hate you. Poor Wolfie. Poor Chelsea. Poor Dustin. They were only trying to help and you almost destroyed them. Now even Wolfie hates you now. You're right. I've done terrible things. Yep. That's why I resigned back here. This is my place in the shadows. Maybe it's better to look away from all this pain. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know anyone lived. I didn't know anyone lived here. I, I can go somewhere else. Foxy began to walk away. Till the voice said, "I'd like you to stay a bit longer. It's been thirty years since I was able to talk to anyone." Thirty years. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Foxina. I don't have a good reputation, do I? You know what I mean. No. What do you mean? And who are you? They call me Dusty. Dusty? You sound surprised when you think you heard this name before, haven't you? Sometimes. I don't have a good reputation, do I? Foxina. Yes. I mean, no. I mean, wait a second. How? How do you know my name? I know lots of things. I know what you did. Like I said, you're a monster. Like me. You're right. I am a monster. A monster no one loves. That's why I'm asking you to stay with me. Stay with you? You heard me. Stay with me, Foxina. As my bride, and together we'll reign together over this place. I can't marry you. I love Wolfie. Wolfie doesn't like you anymore. Nobody does. Just forget about it. It's your only chance it's me or no one. Then no one is my choice. I thought you might say that. But that's why I brought some precautions. And with that, Dusty held up a big black remote with a gray button in the middle. What? What is that? Foxina asked. Dusty answered her question and explained. It's a sort of remote control. I found the warehouse at the pizzeria. This little device can reach the animatronic up to 15 feet. Each animatronic has its own, but this in particular belongs to Wolfie. All I have to do is press a small button and Wolfie will be erased. So everything he's done 
Wasterhold will be gone forever. No, please, I beg you, don't hurt him. Well, that depends on you, Foxina. Marry me, and we will live. Foxina didn't reply. She pondered this. Well, the choice is yours. I'm gonna go find Wolfie and murder. Wait. Please. I accept. You clever, clever girl. And with that, he slid the ring on Foxina's finger. Foxina burst into tears as Dusty laughed maniacally. Wolfie, Chelsea, and Dustin were all looking for Foxina. They landed in the fork in the road. Chelsea said, Okay, so now what? Well, I was thinking that we should have a plan, said Dustin. A plan? Seriously, guys, it's a pizzeria, said Wolfie. I'm quite aware it's a pizzeria. That's why Chelsea interrupted. Dustin's right. We're not going to get anywhere like this. We need someone who knows the place better than we do. Exactly. That's why I'm saying... Wolfie interrupted. Well, why don't you say so sooner? Follow me. And they followed him. Three, two, one... Roxanne counted, and the door opened. I knew you guys would have followed me. You would find me sooner or later. What do you want, anyway? Well, you see, Foxy is missing. Oh, the train wreck, of course. Train wreck? That's why I call that silly little vixen. With all that makeup on, she's bound to be a train wreck. Dustin laughed a little bit until Wolfie shot him a dirty look, as in, keep it up and get your tail chewed off. Look. Well, you see, Chelsea here tore her up. So her looks finally match her nickname. Ha ha ha. She laughed. Look, we need you to find her. You're the best sniffer of all of us. Well, that's true. You know her perfume. Find her for us, please. Perfume? She wears perfume? You wouldn't know by her stench, but... Sure, I'll look, I'll look for you. Thanks, sister. And they went looking. Meanwhile, in the parts of Sir's room, there was talk. Dusty had one of his beetle friends spy. And the beetle told him, they're coming. Thank you, pal, he said, and let the beetle crawl into his suit. Ugh, said Foxina. Dusty looked at her and said, Now that we're married, Foxina, I think it's time I'm honest with you.
Honestly, I couldn't care less about you. I want what's inside. I need a memory chip. What do you mean? Well, Foxina, I want to bring back my friend, Teresa. The bear, but why? This has nothing to do with me. Actually, it has everything. Let me explain. A long time ago, this place was always known as Foxina's Fantastic Pizza World. It was known as Teresa's Family Diner. We had a wonderful setup. I entertained the children. She handled the tax returns. It was beautiful. Until one day, Wolfie showed up. He had great ideas to expand the pizzeria, get more games, and even add new animatronics. His ideas were good, wonderful. Too wonderful. We knew if we gave him the reins, he would ruin us. So we decided to simple incident form. Either we missed or he woke up and dodged. We missed and hit from the main support rooms. Me and Wolfie were the only two that got out. My friend Teresa was buried alive. I was banned from the pizzeria. But my friend, not so lucky. She was dead. I waited till everyone was gone before I went back in. I went to find all the parts that went to her. I found most of the original parts. The things that weren't there were things I have in abundance, such as screws and wires. But her memory chip, that is the one piece I can never find that whole held her personality, her life force, and her behavior. It is hers, Foxina. It's in your brain. Now I need it back. Who used it for you? Since you took really good care of it, I'll give you any last words. What are they, Foxina? I had everything. Wolfie loved me. I thought you loved me. I had everything. And now I have nothing. I miss my friends. I miss my body. But mostly I'll miss Wolfie. I don't hate you, Dusty. I feel sorry for you. I... I forgive you, Dusty. Dusty stopped. That's something a little girl said to him. He flipped his lid once and broke a little girl's arm. The little girl's name was Rose and Rose said to him, It's okay, Dusty. I forgive you. 
Does this man love and hug him? Could this be Rose? No. It can be. You forgive me? Let me give you a reason, he said softly, and pressed the button with a loud scream. Fox Tina. Transmit her memory into Teresa. Teresa said, It's me. As they all went looking for Foxina, the group of four began the group of five. They ran into Clover. Hey, what are you guys doing? We're looking for Foxina. Oh, goody, can I join? I love hide-and-seek. You can if you want to, said Chelsea. Oh, goody, goody, goody. Okay, where are we heading? The parson service room, Wolfie said. I have an idea, although I hope I'm wrong. I never saw Dusty 100% leave. He may have snuck in here somehow. And they went looking. They found Dusty. Hello, Wolfie. You're back. Yeah, I have a little friend too. You remember Teresa? It's me. What? I killed her. Well, you know, an eye for an eye. Well, you did kill her. I found all of her parts except the memory. Luckily, your dear little fox friend brought it right to me. Isn't that right, Foxina? He gestured to the limp fox on the ground. She's now dead. She died for the greater good. And with that... Wolfie shoved his claws, impaling Dusty. Dusty pressed the button and reset Wolfie. Dusty said, sputtering over his own blood, Kill them. And they fought. Clover was the hero. After fighting... After Roxanne held her hands, Teresa's hands behind her, Clover turned her head. Foxina, I know you're in there. It's me, Teresa said. It's you, Foxina. Look, look what Wolfie did to sacrifice himself for you. Is this what he would want? Teresa began to scream. The scream slowly became Foxina's. Teresa fell down, deactivated, and Foxina was back. I'm back. And Chelsea hugged her. Foxina returned Chelsea's embrace.
as they apologized to each other. I'm sorry, Wolfie chose you. I was jealous. I'm sorry too. I never, ever should have attacked you like that. Retaliation is wrong. Then Dustin said, What about Wolfie? What happened? Roxanne said, I don't know. Dusty pressed some sort of a button. He could be reset or stunned. Reset. Dusty told me. That's when they heard weak laughter from the ground and then coughing. <laughs> I wasn't born a monster. Wolfie made me like this. I was born and made a monster, and I will die a monster. And then all was silent. I can fix him. Dustin said. He picked up Wolfie's limp body. But first we gotta fix you, Foxina. He took Foxina into his room. Put electromagnetic suit on her. After that, he put on a new fursuit and she was more stunning and more gorgeous than she was before then Dustin went to work on Wolfie and he was finished there wasn't anything I could do for him except I think if we keep on carrying on like we used to, he might get a little of his memory back, at least. At least that's stuff that's important to him. Alright. We'll give it a shot. Three months later. Dustin walked in to Roxanne's room. Roxanne. How is everything? Pretty good. I think people are starting to warm up to Wolfie again. Even though he's been... I know. Please don't see it. It's all my fault. Chelsea said. It's not your fault. I don't think I'll ever be able to accept less. Clover said. Guys, look out the window. Look. And they all looked. Right outside, Wolfie and Foxina were sitting together. Wolfie, Foxina began, I don't know if you can hear me or understand or know who I am, but I know deep down inside you are the same wolf I found love with. My heart belongs to you and I see you as my lover. My boyfriend, even. Someone I will spend my life with and die with. I hope one day you'll see me in the same way. A great paw rested on her shoulder as her paw did in the beginning. He smiled at her and said, 
I can't forget you. Foxina. Remember. You're important to me. Uh, of course I remember. And they both. Made out. And kissed. And when they did. Foxina heard church bells ring. And fireworks go off. It was a zing. True love's kiss. And just like that. Wolfie got all his memories back. Because it was true love's kiss. They knew. That their life. Was finally complete. Meanwhile. In the parts of service room. Dusty was serving tea to his friend, the empty shell of Teresa. Cackling maniacally, he said, Keep us chained up. Keep us locked away. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. And by the end of it, I may not be dead. But you sure as heck will be. I'll have my revenge. My revenge. My revenge. Revenge. It echoed in the dark. I will kill you all. Wolfie. Chelsea. Dustin. Clover. Roxanne. Foxina. And even that pathetic night guard. I will murder Mikey. And that's the end of Fright Night. The re-recorded version. I hope you liked it. The first Fright Night was actually a lot better. I hope you all liked this. If you liked this video, please leave a like and subscribe. I hope you all like it. Uh, remember to look into the shadows because this world is a strange one. And if you like this video, press the button and face like a boss. As always, high fives all around. Leave a nice comment down below. That would be really appreciated. And of course, for more reviews by me. Do not worry, because I'm a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Thank you for watching. I'll see you all later. Goodbye.